Yeah, Friday! You have reached episode 44 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Here we are, another Friday, and another step toward our one-year anniversary of this podcast. It has been a great ride so far. And I can't wait for the one-year anniversary. Well, let's get into this. Journey updates. Great week this week, guys. Down 2.2 for the week. And uh, for the month of June so far, we are down 2.8 pounds. Total, since January 2019... We are down 133.4. The pounds remaining to get to our small goal to get to 253 pounds is 9.2 pounds to go. Pounds remaining to get to the next WW milestone of minus 150 is 16.6 pounds to go. And the pounds remaining to get to our big goal, which was to lose 200 pounds and reevaluate my life from there, is 66.6 pounds. We are full steam ahead. No changes are being made. And we are enjoying the ride. So for this week, I got, I got a story for you. But I, wanna, I wanted to use this as part of almost like digging a little deeper from last week, okay? So something happened this weekend. I had um, the AC in my house stopped working. And here in Florida, ACs are basically running 24-7. And when your AC is not working, you know right away it's not working. There's no doubt about it. This happened once before. And I had, we had no money at the time. We didn't have enough money to do anything with to, to we were worried about how much it would cost at the time just for the air conditioning people to walk in the door on a Saturday you're talking about a $170 charge just for them to walk in the door never mind what it's going to cost to fix the the unit and whatever parts it's going to take so i did all kinds of google searching you know see is it possible can i do this myself And I found a YouTube video and I started watching what is the most common when something, certain things happen with the AC, what is the most common reason for it happening? At the time, the big blower fan that sits on the outside of the house was not spinning. I did a search and found out that it could be 
a capacitor that was the problem based on what YouTube said. So I did a search and found a air conditioning supply place right near my house. I went there and I told him about the capa- I needed a capacitor. He said to me, are you sure it's the capacitor? And I said, well, what makes you think otherwise? He goes, a lot of the times people think it's the capacitor and it's actually the contactor. And he showed me what a contactor looks like. And so after some time talking to him, he told me a way to test out if it was the contactor. And I said, you know what, how much is each part? He said, well, the the capacitor is like 20 bucks and the contactor, you're talking about 25. I said, you know what? Give me two of each because in the process of the conversation, he said, these are the most common two things in Florida that you need to be able to replace. And he told me, make sure that when I replace them to pay attention, there's a breaker in the house to turn off the electricity. And there's also a breaker at the unit outside to turn off the electricity to make sure I turn both off. Otherwise I was going to be in for a surprise, right? So I was nervous, but not having any, not having money in your pocket motivates you to do things yourself. You know what I mean? I went home. I pulled the, I turned off the breakers. Like he said, I did the test as he said, to make sure it wasn't the contactor. And I found out the contactor was working. So it wasn't the contactor, but he did say it was the two of these two parts were the most commonly replaced parts. I mean, once or twice a year, they need to be replaced because air conditionings are running 24-7 all year long. So I wasn't, I wasn't bet mad that I bought the part. I have it and still have it to this day. He told me how to re- see if the contact or the capacitor is bad. I looked and right away you could see it's pretty obvious the capacitor bulges out like it gets fat. It's supposed to lay flush on the table and sit flush, but it wobbles because it got fat. So it's an easy fix. It's, it's an easy way to tell if it's the capacitor. So I took a picture of all the wiring and make sure that I duplicated my work, you know, and I got it all working, turned everything back on, boom, AC was working right away. Here we are. It's been years since that incident. And last yesterday, it happened again. Although it happened right before a rainstorm. Like you could hear the thunder, storm was rolling in. So I started to try and do things because I had a bunch of things to check first, right? I found water in my house, so I thought right away it was a drainage issue. Vacuum out the drain. In the process, find out that the fan in the back is not spinning. And it was almost like I completely forgot that I have dealt with this before. Went a little crazy. And maybe it was the, sto- the storm, you know? Maybe it was trying to get it done before a storm rolled in. So right away, I called an AC repair place, see if I can't get an emergency visit. And my wife had asked me a question in the process. She said, you dealt with this before. What was the point? of buying those, all of those spare parts if you were just going to go call an AC repair guy the next time this happened. And part of me is looking at this 
lightning and thunder and wind and all this stuff that's outside. And I said, she, in, in my head, I'm saying she's right. What, what is the purpose of me buying those parts if I'm going to immediately call for repair the next time something goes wrong? So it was Father's Day, and I said, all right, let's go out to dinner. <laughs> so we got in the car, went out to dinner, took my time, enjoyed dinner, and the whole time I'm allowing myself the, the nervousness to go. Because it was like, even though I had dealt with it before, it was like the first time all over again. Fear had set in. We eat dinner, we finish dinner, we go home. It's still raining, but a lot less. It's like drizzle now. Like a little misty, you know, nuisance kind of a rain. I said, okay, here we go. I turn off the breaker inside. I turn off the breaker outside. I take off the service panel. And I look at the capacitor, and right away, I see it's, it's wobbling. I put it on a flat surface, and I see it's wobbling. I said, here we go. It's the capacitor. So I just put the new capacitor right next to it, and wherever the wire was on the old, I just pushed it and placed it on the new. Got all the wires placed, mounted the capacitor the way it's supposed to be mounted, put the service panel back on, turned everything back on, right in time for it to start really raining again. Get in the house, there's more water in the house. Two more times I had to empty the drainage, which was weird to me. I never had to empty the drainage area two more, three times in one day. Never, that's never happened to me before. It, could, it was most likely a buildup of condensation. I fixed everything. We didn't need the service guy. I did everything right. Now we're going to take a break and we come back. We're going to talk a little more about this. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to The Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for, at, Ranting Weight Watcher. All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to, therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Are you interested in Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise? The Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise store is officially open for business. Head over to www.therantingweightwatcher.com, scroll down past the welcome section to find the link to the merchandise store. Thank you so much for your support of the show. If this is your first time here, and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that the Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So I just told you a part one and part two of an AC story, <laughs> what it's like to live in South Florida, and your AC goes bad. And when I think about it, as I sit here recording, why did I doubt myself? 
what caused me to think about how I, I immediately went to, I can't do this. This is beyond my skill. I mean, how did I get to this point in my life? I mean, the fact remains, I did do this before. And when there was no money in the bank and I had no choice, I ended up fixing it on my own. But for some reason, yesterday, I had it in my head that I could not fix it. And what is, what is the, where do we get down to? What causes this feeling? The feeling that I am inadequate. That I am not enough to do the job. And this is where I want to branch off of last week. Last week we talked about insecurities. And we're digging a little deeper. Because this goes beyond insecurity. This is like what happens when all of the insecurities come together. You just never feel like you're enough. You never feel like you're good enough for anything, regardless of how many times you've done it in the past, regardless of what's, what successes you've had. The insecurities have a bigger voice, even though you've succeeded. And when I think about where did my insecurities come from, where did this feeling of inadequacy come from? Me and my father, we didn't really see eye to eye on a lot of things. I'll just say it like that. We'll just keep it like that. There was some verbal abuse, my you know, for the majority of my childhood. But if I had to look back on it, maybe I'm making an excuse for him. I don't know. But maybe he just saw a lot of himself in me, and so he just took it out like, can't you see this is what I wish I would have done? You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to give him an out. I mean, he's long gone. He died in 1995. So anything, any grudges I hold against him at this point would be my own choice, and it'd be stupidity. And I I decided to let it go a long time ago because it was only holding me back. But the effects of what I went through in my relationship with him still linger to this day. There's always a seeking in, in deep down. There's always looking for that feeling of, you know, wanting to know that your dad is proud of you, you know? I mean, I'm sure... For other people, their mom. They want to know their mom is proud of them. But for me, in this case, you you there's this this feeling of wanting to hear it from him. That I wasn't just some stupid moron. That I turned out to be someone he could be proud of. But there is no getting that. He's dead and gone. And still to this day. It is, um, there's something on my life that, it's an anchor on my life that I seek that, that feeling. I seek that feeling, I'm, you know, like, like an, an orphan child looking for someone to be proud of him, you know? You don't have parents anymore as an orphan, right? 
So there's no one to get that feeling from. For me, it's just my father that I seeked the for his approval. And I'm still seeking it to this day, even though he's not here to give it to me. I mean, in, in movies, there's certain movies that I, every time I get emotional, every time I watch them, and I've watched them a million times just because of the dynamic, father-son dynamic. The movie Rudy is based on a true story of a boy who dreamt to play football for the New Year, University of Notre Dame. And there's a father-son dynamic where the father basically said, there's no way, you'll never do this. It's like you're out of your mind. It's a pipe dream. And he worked hard, did what it took, got himself into Notre Dame, and for, I don't know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, for like 20 seconds, he lived his dream. Because in reality, he wasn't a, he wasn't that good. But he worked hard, he had a lot of heart, got himself on the team, and if you haven't seen the movie, I recommend it anyway. Because it's based on a true story. When you could see the depiction of someone's life and what they did and what they went through and how they triumph, it's encouraging to know that there's always going to be some hope. And another movie that is one of my top... I mean, these movies are like top five, okay, to me. And it's only because they're based on true stories that they sit there in the top five. And the other movie is The Greatest Game Ever Played. And this is about a young man who was an amateur golfer back in, you know, in the days of, I mean, there's still a separation of upper class and lower class people. Let's not, let's not get that twisted. But it was a much bigger separation than in the, I don't know, I want to say it's the, we're still talking about the end of, the beginning of automobiles, the end of horse and carriage, okay? Dirt roads, stuff like that. So we're talking about the U.S. Open and the first amateur ever allowed to play in the U.S. Open. And because he wasn't rich, and golf was a rich man's game, and golf is still a rich man's game, let's not, it's my dream to play golf one day, to be able to walk an entire course. I've said that in previous episodes. My goal one day was to play golf and be able to walk and not be the one that's holding everybody up because it's something I would really love to do. I would really love to try it and see if I could be good at it. Not not to be a professional or whatever, but to be something I enjoy doing. I had said in previous episodes that I just don't want to be the one, the fat guy holding up other people from playing the game because I walk too slow. And so that's one of my dreams. So this that one part of this story is is touching to me just because I desire to play golf. But there's a father-son dynamic. This kid is an amateur and he stands to win nothing because he's an amateur. Even if he wins, he gets no money. He only gets the recognition that he's the first amateur ever to win the U.S. Open. And his father is a working class, I mean, beyond blue collar. We're talking about the Depression, okay? Somewhere around there. And 
He is beyond blue collar. This guy works in the muck. And he knows as a man, the value is you go out, you earn a living, you bring it home to your family. And it doesn't matter what your dream was. So the father son dynamic is a boy chasing his dream and the father telling him, forget your dreams, go work hard and bring home money. And there's a moment at the end of that movie, a moment between father and son that just me telling you about it gets me emotional. At the end, it's just an insane moment between father and son. And it's the approval that I seek. If there's ever a perfect depiction of the approval that I seek, it's that moment in that movie. But I still, at 43 years old, battle with the feeling of being inadequate. Mainly because of the dynamic between me and my father and how there is no more healing. There's no healing to be had there because he's gone, right? And there's no mending the... uh, what caused all of the inadequacy in me. You know what? We're going to take another quick break. I'm going to get myself fixed up here and we're going to get back into it. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Nothing can stand in my way because I am an unstoppable force. My challenges crumble in my presence because I am so strong. My insecurities no longer have power over my life because I I am so confident. My mistakes are my choices and I am okay with this because I am so intelligent. The mirror and scale can no longer haunt me because I am so beautiful. I can face any circumstance with unwavering support because I am so loved. The demons of my past can no longer haunt me because I now love myself. All things are possible as long as I believe because God is on my side. 
will achieve all of the goals, not if, but when, because I have no boundaries. I am the champion of my story because I do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what I've done away from me because I am the author and the hero of my story. I'm coming. Victory is mine. Because I am enough. Once again, we are back. Thanks for staying with the show. Sorry about that. <laughs> At the end of the previous segment, I got a little emotional and uh, just had to compose myself so I can continue here. And I had something ready to give myself a second break and continue on. Now, I had I had mentioned two movies in the previous thing. If you have access, if you have a a membership to the Disney Plus subscription service. Both of those movies are on that because they were both Disney movies. The movie Rudy and the movie Greatest Game Ever Played. Both on Disney Plus if you're ever interested in seeing them and see why I I love them so much. There are many other movies. I am a, a movie buff. There are plenty of movies based on a true story that I love deeply. But those those are those two are in my top five of movies that I love, period. Whether they're based on a true story or not. So how do we break this? Because here I am at 43 and I'm talking to you guys, and not only do I not feel I'm anywhere near breaking this feeling of inadequacy, because I could see I proved it on Father's Day. I doubt myself so much. I, I feel that I am so inadequate as a, as a male, as a person, that even though I already fixed the AC, the second time around, I automatically assumed I could not handle this. I didn't even check to see if it was one of those two items that regularly need replacing here in Florida. I didn't even check whether it was the storm that intimidated me. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe the storm and not wanting to deal with the rain and wanting it to be fixed as soon as possible so my wife wouldn't be uncomfortable and it wouldn't be a bad night with no, no air conditioning in the house. Because, listen, I don't care. I mean, in Florida, it's always hot, okay? And... The minute you don't have AC, you know it, though, though, and you just know it's going to go really, really bad. If you ever felt what it is to have no AC in your home, but it's, you only have summer three months of the year, it's much worse in, in situations where it's always summer. 
much, much worse. And the the speed at which black mold grows in Florida, <laughs> if there's humidity introduced into a home, like you always need your AC on because if you turn it off and there's any bit of humidity anywhere, you'll grow black mold like it's like it's uh, tomatoes, like it's lettuce. It just grows, just appears out of nowhere. That's how much moisture and humidity is in the air in Florida. But how do we break this? You could see that it, it is in my life. It's in there so deep. The feeling of that I am inadequate is so deeply ingrained into my, into my being. How do we get rid of it? Because it wasn't until my wife asked the question, what did you buy the spare parts for if you were going to automatically assume that you couldn't handle it the next time around? Why? Why spend this money on parts and keep them in the house and take up storage space and all this if at the first given opportunity you aren't going to even attempt? You're just going to call for service. And it caused me, what that question did was cause me to analyze the truth of my situation. Have I done this before? I absolutely have fixed the AC before. Am I comfortable fixing it again? Yes, I am comfortable fixing it again. What is stopping me from even attempting? The risk factor in handling electricity in the rain. You're turning off breakers. There is no risk factor with electricity. It's always the truth versus the lie. The lie is based in fear. The truth is based in love. Whether it's good truth or bad. Whether the, whether the truth is good to you or bad to you. It's based in love, right? So whether you like it or not, sometimes people hear truth and they don't like it, right? So whether the truth is something you like to hear or not like to hear, it's based in love. Everything on the other side is based in fear because the parents of all emotions are either love or fear. That's all there is to it. Every other emotion is a child of one of those two parents. And they are all based somewhere. Every emotion you could possibly think of right now that you're going through, it's either based in love or fear. It's all there is to it. So I fear that I am inadequate. And I believed myself to be inadequate. And I've been believing that for years, years and years. Even though I fixed the AC, I believed myself to be inadequate to fix it again. After going out to dinner and thinking all these things in my head, what is the truth? The truth is I fixed it before. What else is the truth? I have the parts to do it again. What else is the truth? I know how to test if the part is needing to be replaced. 
And even if I didn't know how to test if the part needed to be replaced, the other truth is these two parts are so cheap, even if I just replaced them both to say they're replaced, it still would be less than having a service guy walk in the house. That's the bottom line. That's the God's honest truth. That's the truth of every single situation. So why can't I do it? The truth was, I could do it. The only thing I needed to do was clear my head, wait for the rain to stop, and get out there and do what I know I can do. You know, there's a reason I'm talking about this and I told you this story today. It's because easily, you got to be able to see if you relate to any of this today, if you battle with this same feelings of inadequacy in your life, you have to be able, you can't ignore how this could easily affect your weight loss journey. Okay? It cannot be ignored. That's why I I sat here and told you this whole story. This was one whole setup to get you to this moment so that you can see that this feeling of inadequacy affects your entire life. It It affects your relationships. It affects your view of yourself. It affects everything you attempt to do. Because as long as you're feeling inadequate, how are you going to say, I'll be able to do something? You're just not, you're, there's always going to be doubt, in other words. Especially with something like a weight loss journey. And every failure in the past when you've attempted a weight loss journey is going to only add to the inadequacy. So what do we do? We have to realize for the first time in our life that this feeling, it's all lies. Everything you feel inadequate about, it's based in a lie. Someone made you feel something a certain way somewhere in your life and regardless of who did it, when they did it, how they did it, it's a lie. And it must be eliminated from your vision of yourself. Do you know that this vision of myself, of me being inadequate, goes even as far as this is the way I, I portray, this is the way I think God thinks of me then I am inadequate. I place that on God. That if God had anything he could say about me, it would be that I am inadequate. Because that's how I view myself. And it's pathetic to say that. It's pathetic. And it must end. It cannot continue this way. Because I know, in reality, what I I just said about God, it's a lie. 
Along with everything else, it's just another lie to add to the pile of shit that's affecting my life. And if it's affecting my life, or if you suffer from the same thing, it's affecting your life just the same. And let my words strengthen you to know that everything you believe badly about yourself, it's a lie. Put it into the filter of truth and, and make it so that you can come out on top of this once and for all. It's not good enough to just say, no, 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 it doesn't affect me. No, it's not good enough. You have to face all of it for what it is. Everything that has haunted us in our past affects our future in some way, shape, or form. And if you don't think that whoever created this feeling of inadequacy in your life, wherever it came from, if you don't think it affects your weight loss journey here and now, and all the other times in the past, you're only lying to yourself. Face this, let it go or confront it. Whatever it has to be done, do it. If the person is dead, write a letter to the person and burn it. Do what needs to be done to finally be rid of this thing and move forward and grab the success you've always deserved. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.